Hello and welcome back to Reading the Peers. My name is Gary O'Brien and this is a show where every week I'm going to get one of my very good friends on to share their thoughts and views on different movies. For this episode I'm joined by the wonderful Lily Nolan to talk about the rom-com holiday movie Holiday. Also just a heads up, my audio may not be the best in this episode, it's just something we are getting used to as we're still getting the hang of things, but bear with and we hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back. This week I am joined by Lily Nolan. How are you, Lily? I'm good. Thank you, Gary. Are you ready to talk about this movie, Holidate? I am so ready to talk about this movie, Holidate. Love it. I love the enthusiasm. You've come in here. It's a Sunday. You, you probably have better things to be doing, but no, you are ready, prepared to talk about Holidate. Do you, oh, by the way, did you get the joke in the name of the, in the movie? Because it's it's holiday, but also she needs a date. Did, did you get that? She needs a date. I did. It's and also, I think I'm, from the start. I'm uniquely qualified to talk about this movie because I've spent a lot of time in American malls around various holidays. So I'm ready. Well, various autumnal holidays. I feel like it gives me a unique perspective. Okay. Okay. Well, the, yeah, we picked the right person for this one then. We got someone who is, you know, experienced in this. Okay. This is good. So do you, do you want to, do you want to give the, like it isn't a very complicated plot but do you want to give a rundown of it or shall i or i mean i'll give a quick from what i understood mm-hmm. you know on an intellectual level from watching this movie there are some that, layers there's some deep layers oh, that there are subtle, some layers subtle things <laughs> yeah they're watching it in like film studies in trinity really getting into the nitty-gritty we'll, we'll say i heard the leer are giving it an award actually <laughs> But yes, so there's there's a there's a girl who's been single for six months, which in America or in movies is apparently horrendous. It's yeah, like she, a, she might as well social Just that's it. Yeah, um, apparently that's the end of the world. Uh, I hope they know nothing about my life or the judgment will be too much. <laughs> and like, and then there's a guy who thinks women are very clingy. You know, two obviously two very clear personas of man woman. Yeah. Uh, and then they meet in. I actually can't even remember. To, I watched. We don't. I know how. We don't have anyway, to say how because yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen. They meet and they're like they have a genius idea of being each other's holiday. So like, you know, being a. And just in case, ten- just in case people don't get it, still, holiday is a date for the holidays. It's very. It's very. You, you have to pick that apart quite carefully it's it's so yeah like scorsese couldn't come up with this stuff initially what i what i find very confusing and concerning initially is that they are sick and tired of listening she's sick and tired of listening to her family complain and he is weirded out by ending up in all these mad situations with girls on holidays but what i don't understand is why they told her family that he was her like they didn't just pretend he was her boyfriend yeah that baffled me for the entire movie because surely it defeats the entire purpose of bringing a random guy to your parents so they stop giving edge about being single if your parents know you're single and you're just friends with this dude yeah or her mom they never explain about her dad but her mom yeah and it's yeah. just so like how what happens in the movie then is pretty much every holiday that you can perceivably think of she brings him to it as a way to be like, look, I'm with someone. Or, they, off, or they just hang out together. Or they just hang out together. But usually there's like, they're like you say, they're in a mall and there's some decorations of some variety around the place. But I look, it's a good idea for a movie, but the, I think they didn't really think through how many holidays they would need to plan for. Because I don't think anyone has ever been like, oh man, 
God damn it, I'm single again and Mother's Day is just around the corner. I what know. am I going to do? But also, like, she's like, yeah, it'd be good to bring someone home for Easter so my family gets off my back. And, like, the first thing she tells her family is that she's not dating this guy. So, obviously, no one gets off her back. So, it's who is being, like, it just makes no sense. Yeah, it really makes no sense. Also, like, who needs to hang out with someone on Cinco de Mayo? I mean, is it really that important to I think Mother's Day was the worst one. I was just like, (laughs) there is no need. Like, it was all so awkward. It It was her, her mother. And her holiday and neither of her siblings. See, it all would have made way more sense if they had pretended to be dating to her. Like, and then every time, you know, her and her boyfriend have lunch with her mom for Mother's Day because his family aren't there. So her mom doesn't spend the whole lunch berating her or like he and her go to his friend's thing for Cinco de Mayo so that his friends don't try to set him up with someone. This premise works. The premise they used just means they're dating. And like... Yeah, and like what, what I thought was strange was it, it, it takes place over a year because the first holiday is Christmas and then the last holiday is Christmas. And what I thought they missed out on a really good opportunity of like you can tell a story over the space of a year. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. movie that takes place over a year and we have a check-in with those characters every, every couple of months. And I feel like you could have done something, but literally all the characters acted the same, looked the same, yeah. as you could have had one character grow a mustache for the crack. Like, you see a bit of it in, uh, we'll go, we'll do a run through of the family in a sec, because I have some funny things to say about them. Uh, but there's a there's a case where there's a her younger brother and his fiance. like, there's this whole thing of, like, they don't really know each other, but that gag yeah. is kind of just, that's said on every holiday, but it's not like, that doesn't progress. Like, I think that you could have told funnier jokes in, like, Yes. And the progression of time, but they kind of missed out on that stuff. The brother and fiance thing, I feel like they really didn't like take enough advantage of that. She should have not known more basic things about him. Like, yeah. And I mean, they could have like made it, I suppose, more interesting. I'm using the air quotes for, for the yeah, for those home. For those who've subscribed to uh, the Patreon, first of all, thank <laughs> you very much and have access to the uh, video content. Uh, ladies, do the air quotes. Yeah, for the video that we're not recording. Um, the, um... Look, don't, don't, don't give them a peek behind the curtain. Make them think there's a Patreon. Uh, the, uh, so yeah, so sorry. They could have like, like she should have had like, I don't know, a singular doubt or something. I don't, um, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Like she'd just be like, oh, okay, I don't know that about him. And then she'd be like, ah, and then it'd be over. Yeah. So know. the family so the family includes uh, her mother, who is like uh, bad at cooking and also um is particularly like on her case about being single yeah this is her then there's also the aunt who gives her the idea of holidays and is like always bringing home these randos for and i kind of understand the aunt then like you know as the aunt is like look i'm just having fun with someone on a day so i'm not by myself and we kind of have the crack whether it be santa or like um this guy wally like i understand the aunt in a way so it's like oh look i'm just bringing someone to keep me company on these things because yeah. normally they're a bit lonely but the fact that like you say what i don't know her name what's the main character's name again oh i couldn't tell you sloan sloan yeah Okay, Sloane. I don't think that's ever said. I'm going to say Emma Roberts, if that's okay. So Emma Roberts then, yeah, so so Emma Roberts then uh, gets the idea from her. And then you've also got the older sister, which is played by discount Amy Poehler. And the person that I spent so long trying to think who it was. And then I remember she's in Grey's Anatomy um, as like, I forget. Ellie? I'm going to say her name is Ellie. Did I get that right? I have no idea. Do you watch? I don't know. I don't know if you watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. And then her husband is played by one of my favorite comedic actors on SNL, Alex Moffat. And he gets like 
two lines in the movie. Yeah. And I just I used I him so much there. more. I'm just like, that is honestly like legit one of your funniest car- actors you have in this movie and you waste them. I was so upset. And there's a whole storyline about her cheating on him. And like, that's not even something that's even like picked up on, like I said, yeah. through the progression of all the holidays. It's just all of a sudden she just kisses the guy and then that's just a thing. That's so true. Yeah, they really didn't. He was very underutilized and I quite liked him at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is great. Alex, Mo- Alex Moffat, that's his name, isn't it? Alex Moffat, yeah. Like, yeah, he's going to be fab in this. It'll be like a hilarious side, side character. And he just like wasn't, there was a lot of side characters, I feel like they, yeah, a bit too many. And okay, let me just run through the rest of this family then. Okay, so you got, yeah. and then they, they've got kids. Then you've also got the younger brother and he's like, you know, a bit, Ditsy, I suppose is the word, and then he's got this fiance he proposes to on the fir- on the on the first Christmas, and they've only known each other for three months, and then it's just a running gag that they don't really know each other that well, and then she is like a kind of a straight ace, just like yeah, no- nothing really like not really a character, I suppose until until she needs to be, but it's uh, yeah, so that's kind of the rundown, and you kind of check in with them every every holiday, but nothing really changes, and then I suppose Emma Roberts' character, she has a job that I don't remember, but she works from home, which I thought was weird to hear in a pre-COVID yeah, world for her to be like working uh, remotely. I was like, that's interesting. And what was her job? This is, we Something should have these checkpoints. She had to meet some sort of, she had to meet some sort of quota. Mm. So she sold. Okay, we should have these check-ins and like, what's the character's name? What do they do? I know he did golf because he needed he to buy some cacaes. Yeah. Cacaes? Was that how you pronounce them? Of course. Cockies. That was it. See, my cousins do the same thing. Like, I thought it was a very funny joke because pretty much three weeks ago, my mom was making hilarious fun of my cousins on a Zoom for calling khakis khakis. And I was like, oh, it's like it's like they read my mind when they made this movie. And who's, what's his character's name? Can you tell me? Jackson. Ah, oh, damn it. Because I had a great, I was going to call him Discount Liam's Hensworth yeah, uh, for this one. Liam they, they look like they just brought him in and was like, hey, you sound like Chris Hemsworth. Can you just like be they, that kind of character you're conveniently australian so we don't have to introduce your family as well oh that's a good idea yeah with her family yeah yeah actually so i did laugh a few times during this movie and the one of the first time was the uh the, that intense christmas family that he has to go to for the first that was very good i <laughs> thought good yeah yeah and, i really but did one of those that. things i hate where American movies or TV shows would be like, hey, you want to come back to my like childhood home? And they like bring them upstairs and like they're going to either sleep in the bed or something. But the bedroom is always designed if it's a, if it's a seven-year-old. Like she had yeah. all these dolls and tiaras and stuff like that. And I always think like, what were you doing from ages seven to 18? Did you just have your room like this? Did you just never change it? But then when I understood the character, I was like, oh yeah, for this person, that probably sounds about right. Yeah, that's true. I, that's really funny because I was like in my room today, just and my technically I suppose my childhood room because I live in this one now but like also when I left I took everything with me like there's no pictures on the walls like nothing I actually care about is still there because I I left but it also like my childhood stuff isn't there because yeah that was gone 10 years ago well you have to remember the other way in the states it's like that whole thing is you move off to the you move off to college and you move out and you pack your car this I imagine this girl's not gonna pack all of her dolls tiaras trophy like like that's not a necessity yeah Packing. Also that like 
American thing about having a weird like single bed in the middle of the room that's like bigger than a single bed so they can sleep in it together weird weird yeah and just and so then wind forward for that scene they're downstairs and she gets him gifts like three pairs of khakis she's like these oh you're a golfer golfers like khakis here's three sizes I'm not sure what your size is and then she does oh so this actress I thought was very good and she just holds her hands out and closes her eyes waiting for the gift and he is sandwiched between her parents in matching Christmas jumpers and I just thought that was brilliant it was actually very funny yeah there were some it was an enjoyable movie like there were some funny moments to it um it kind of ruined itself for me in particular in the end but apart from that like I was kind of enjoying it holiday movies I think are so like rom-coms and holiday movies I would consider them completely separate genres but like related to each other they always have that like dramatic happy ending but I think in modern rom-coms they kind of try to subvert your expectations a little bit so like you know it would have been like a I mean fully to spoil the ending when they have a large fight and then they get back together I expect that to happen in both the rom-com and the holiday movie but in the rom-com I expect it to be like or the regular rom-com you know like something like she bumps into him in um, in the mall and they have this whole thing and then it's fine but in the holiday movie just that extra level of cheese was too much for me where she has to like say it loud on a speaker and in a mall and uh, it was just too much. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right about it like that. But see, this is what the, I think what modern rom-coms do. I think I've watched too, but what, I'm at, what they seem to do is they seem to like state the tropes of a rom-com where mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, you're probably like, like the sister's like, why, why don't you, why don't you like go on tables? Like, oh, it's not gonna be one of those things where we like, don't really get on. Like we, we just do things because yeah. we're just doing it for the sake. And then we don't have feelings. And then all of a sudden we have feelings. And then we have a fight. We get back. Like she hangs that lantern on it. She like goes, that's not going to happen. And I thought this movie was going to be like, okay, cool. It's aware of what it's not to do. And then it, and then at the end again, spoilers. Yeah. If you're, if you're very upset about dates for, uh, sorry, spoilers for holidays. I, I can't reason with you, but they do, she does this thing where she makes a big speech on the stage and then he just looks at her and turns away. And I honestly thought this movie was going to go there and that he would just yeah. keep walking. And I thought I would have enjoyed that way more. But I think that like, even in a rom-com, like he might've gone there and she would have had to do something else. And I always hate, there's always like someone has to do something and I hate that idea anyway, but like, you know, he would have walked away and she would have been disappointed in the public scene, but then something would have happened later and it yeah. would have fixed itself in like a, mo- a traditional, again, air quotes, modern rom-com. But the holidayness yeah. of it means that like they had to have the scene in the mall and she had to say it on a megaphone and yeah. uh, she had to embarrass herself on the megaphone somehow. And it was like weird. I just, to be honest, yeah. I think at the start of the movie, when everyone was upset that she'd been single for six months and she was upset that she'd been single for six months, I immediately laughed <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> and also who like i don't you may have a different family so you might have a different perspective but like i don't have to bring a date to things i would wouldn't even always bring my boyfriend when i had one to things because i'd be like no that's a family thing or no you're not invited to this wedding because like we're not married or we haven't been together for that long yeah what i would say is i think it's because in this movie um you know one of the the older sister has a husband and the younger brother has a fiance so there's that like yeah it's a bit more than that but so that's why i can understand but again i understand the character's motivation but i, I don't want to be the only single person there so i get yeah, that that's what true. i don't get is how they're all so unlikable everyone in this movie is so <laughs> unlikable i don't understand any of their motivations and actions at times yeah. i hate them all 
uh, just can't leave Hemworth is a dick. Amy Poehler just cheats on her husband for no reason. There was that yeah. whole thing. It's like, oh, it's an unloved woman thing. They also don't resolve it. They're not just like, they're not just like, um, you know, there isn't like a showdown and then in the end it's like, okay. They just like talk about it and have a fight and then like, it. that's it. Done. Um, then the aunt, well, the aunt kind of has a, re- has a good arc um, in that like she keeps bringing home different people and then... Kristen Chenoweth is the like famous actress draw kind of, you know, there's always one of those that are like... Yeah famous mom or dad or uncle or whatever it is in a movie that's what Kristen Chenoweth is because she's so famous but yeah like but she has that thing where she's bringing home different people then like she brings home uh the, the doctor and all of a sudden then she still she keeps bringing home people but she still has feelings for the doctor and then she goes back to that so I kind of like that arc I like that arc of I didn't mind that compared the to the other ones the doctor's great and um, yeah, he he's, he's just he I, I thought he did a very good job and, and they had a lot of the funnier moments like even not just together, you know, when they're at her brother's wedding and the aunt is like sucking on your biting and sucking on your man's finger to like prove he has no feeling in it. Like yeah. they were all good little jokes and bits and she got the best. Yeah. No, I thought she was, I thought she was very good. But um, just speaking of more unlikable people, this universe doesn't really say, make sense to me. Like the, where I began to think this isn't real life is um, when, so he's trying to return the kakis. <laughs> I'm going to be saying it wrong. The kakis. Oh, yeah, of course, the kakis. And she's trying to return um, pajamas she got. And he's there arguing at the till and just take the goddamn store credit. And then um, d- uh, Emma Roberts is just like, hey, move it along there, buddy. And then she goes up That's and the it. two of them are like tag teaming this uh, like sales system by like giving sass and stuff. And then all of a sudden, another person behind them speak. And I don't know, maybe it's America, but Ireland, you just you just keep your head down. You don't want to get in anyone's business. Yeah. Just, it was such strange, like Americans. all this like bargaining. Yes, Americans. But again, that, that taking place in one of the most... Uh, reused um, uh, locations in this movie which is the shopping mall okay so just speaking of the shopping mall and I'm also going to speak about the supermarket Um, you know this I talk about it all the time but our our listeners our valued listeners don't know this yeah four years ago I lived in America for a few months um, and in the middle of nowhere so the only like things that we could do or go to were our supermarket and the mall that was nearby which I still had to get a bus to because nothing is ever nearby in America. My favorite, like the only jobs we did, it was kind of like COVID because only the two of us knew each other. So we, myself and my housemate, um, so we would like be in the house. We'd exercise within five kilometers of our home. We didn't have any other friends. We'd go to the supermarket and then we'd go to the mall because that's where the university shuttle buses would take us. And that they were like our, our days out. So I have a lot of love for those places, like American supermarkets and American malls. They make me really nostalgic. And and that supermarket looked almost identical to the one we were in. The mall looked almost identical to the one we were in because they all look identical all the time. Yeah, so I, I, just when you were saying they all look similar, I'm going to have, I have a new thing for rom com. So I want to know what the name of the person is, what their job is. But most importantly, where did this take place? I honestly Chicago. couldn't tell. I was just thinking that... Was it Chicago? Was it? Oh, was it there was a big Why map that said Chicago at one point. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And again, it went I from just, her house to her But I was in, yeah, I was in North Carolina. They're in like a similar kind of belt in America. Yeah. The, yeah, the supermarkets, I love a free sample in a supermarket, free sample in a mall. I was, I was feeling very nostalgic watching this because I always get nostalgic ah. since this time, four years ago that I was still there. So I'm like, oh, ah, yeah. okay. During the last election, North yeah. North Carolina is a more interesting place these days. Um, but what else? Like, yeah. So I suppose the first time they go on their holiday is, um, again, for anyone that doesn't get it, it's like the word holiday, but they go on dates, and day is also a date. It's very, very subtle. If you could just explain this to me. So it's holidays. They're going on dates. 
um, are, yeah. but they're not. They're not together. No, see, this is the thing. They only date on holidays. Oh, okay. it's so clever. Oh my god, so clever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so it's New Year's Eve. Um, it's 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 this what well, looks to be a, it look, remind me of the Camden actually. It looks kind of it's the same <laughs> layer as the Camden nearly. And um, so the only thing I kind of took away from the well, there was two, yeah, three things I suppose. One was they're having a very quiet, subtle conversation in a booth at a nightclub at a regular talking level. There is no way if you're one of those like what, what's that? Like you're just you're screaming like this. You can't hear them. Also, it's, it's anyway. So there was that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. And because and because they're like not on a date, they're not sitting right beside each other talking to someone's ears. But like, I would have to scream into someone I didn't know's ear for them to hear me in a nightclub on New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, no less. Um, looked like a great party though. There was balloons. There was a there was a very bad DJ. Uh, and we'll come back to bad DJs later on. But this DJ was go- had this like really upbeat tune. Uh, everyone was dancing, and then it just hard cuts to I've had the time of my life. I'm just like this man does not know how to DJ. That's not how you DJ. You, you ease them into it. No, you would know. You are a true bona fide DJ, aren't you? There. Exactly, um, and then the, and then the last thing I just wanted to talk about. Well, there was two more things. One was the CGI balloons, uh, and mm-hmm. the other one was sorry, four things. And the other one was there's maybe it's America, but in Ireland, if two drunk people were like, "We're gonna do the dirty dancing thing, make way," we'd be like, "Fuck off, get out of here, do that inside, get the fuck out of my way." I have fallen over. I've been dropped on my ass doing that like multiple times because it's always really funny to do when you're drunk and that song comes on obviously oh my god i i think i permanently bruised my coccyx based on the um time of my life song dirty dancing much like the characters in holidays they they hurt themselves somewhere you know know. it really humanized them for me i could um get on board with them because i'd had the exact same experience in my lifetime yeah which is an important trait for movies oh just speaking of um things that bother me in real life um, you know at the end welcome to Lily's therapy session guys uh, it's also must- combined with the movie Holiday <laughs> you know where else this movie lost me was in the supermarket and there I was loving the fact that they were an American supermarket it looked kind of like a Whole Foods kind of Lowe's kind of supermarket which is 100% my vibe and um yeah, he's like making all those weird confessions where he's like, your lips look like they had to be kissed. And I was just like, no, oh, yeah. this is it. I've given up. This character, everything you've told me about this character to this point means he would not say this. Yeah. Also, as a human person, as like a woman, maybe I'm unique. I hate being complimented like that. I think it's really weird. <laughs> like, I think it's really weird when someone's like, but your eyes are so like, I'm just like, get out. Like, I don't need the details. Yeah, I, I can only imagine... Where I just thought, where I where I saw that scene was, just like you say, based on the character being the way he was, all of a sudden, to start saying that, you'd call the police, you'd be worried, you'd think he'd have like strands in your hair, there'd yeah. be like pictures of you from like the bushes. Like, you know, it just was a bit much, but I suppose it was what he needed to be able to tell her to convince her that, like, I don't know. No, but it was just weird. No one, I hate that, like, no one thinks that when they first meet someone, A, so irrelevant. I know in movie land they might, but like... You know, you could have just told her she looked nice. You didn't have to tell her about... And, and they'd had that conversation. They had, like, an established partner talking about each other being attractive where he was like, oh, I like your tits in that dress. Like, I don't know. It just really... A, I thought it was so gross. And I personally hate that. So I was just more annoyed at it maybe than a normal person. And I, it really lost me. Yeah, like, uh, the character himself, it's just... I don't... Uh, it's, it's a strange, 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 strange movie. Okay, so hold on. Did we miss any holidays? So we go New Year's Eve... Um, must have been Paddy's Day then as well? Yes, yeah, where she's wearing that weird green wig. 
Who needs a date for Paddy's Day? With all your friends. Like in Ireland, again, maybe it's a bit different, but like Paddy's Day is sometimes just about getting very, very, very drunk. You don't want to bring someone that you barely, like someone you're dating into that experience. Like, Do you know what I mean? Like much, it's it's a bit, maybe Paddy's Day is different. How much do you hate your friends that like you would have to bring a date to hang out with them? Because they're, they're either with her friends or his friends. Yeah, that is true. Well, she doesn't have any friends. She's always hanging out with her family. So true. She, I forgot she doesn't have any friends. But they seem to be his friends. Like, why did he need to bring a date to his friends' Paddy's Day? Yeah. And the, also, there is that weird thing of that, like, in on Paddy's Day, then, it's 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 revealed that he knows the younger brother, but that's never really mentioned again. Yeah. Uh, apart from the fact that he kind of ends up coming to his wedding, and it makes her one of the jokes. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, it, it's how they kind of he ends up coming it makes more sense for him to hang out with their family and it's how he gets a second like he, he's not her date invited to her brother's wedding he's himself invited to her brother's wedding uh, but he's another holiday oh, so he's funny. a oh it's just yeah, dating on the holidays and they get married on a holiday just a really confusing oh so that's so many layers um okay cool so then there's what easter i just remember laughing at the easter egg thing where they're when they're all running all the kids are running over the hill i, I enjoyed that and then the doctor's in like a bunny suit yeah like it's funny like about like imagine me like i don't know again we're gonna just keep running it to death but who needs a date for <laughs> easter <laughs> for easter oh my god i mean yeah. easter didn't happen this year and it would have been the first easter i didn't like because my ex-boyfriend's family never did anything for easter so you'd always come to our easter things but like I wouldn't just bring someone. I wouldn't be like, Jesus, okay, I can't go to this. Um, I'll call up. Like, Gary, I need, to, I need someone to come hang out with me instead of my family at Easter. Like, who does that? No, I, on it, like, like, I've never been like, oh my God, it's only one week till Easter and I'm single as fuck. <laughs> Gary was a guy from Ireland who had nowhere to go to Easter with. Like, it just no. It, no, it makes no sense. No. Okay, and then, I, I, and then there's only real, like, and then... And then there's, I don't know, I can't remember, maybe there's Cinco de Mayo then? Yeah, Cinco de Mayo. No, Mother's Day, Mother's Day, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, or, or Mother's Day's weird in America. I don't know what comes first. And then they maybe have slept together. No one's really sure. Why, do his, why does his underwear fit her so well? Yeah, I looked at that. Because I was kind of like, I'm, I'm wearing underwear around that they're supposed to like be so tight, teeny tiny that they're then to be able to be look like bicycle shorts yeah, on a girl. I just thought it was her underwear. Like that kind of, is that's the style now for those like girls to wear Calvin Klein underwear. So it's kind of just. Yeah, it looked a bit odd. Um, but yes, the next holiday and the one I have m- not most to say about, but just, uh, it was so jarring, was the 4th of <laughs> July fireworks palooza. Oh my so God, these guys, yeah. again, also, sorry, furthering my July, disdain for them. Just before we get into the 4th of July, I think we need to remind ourselves that this man makes his living by being a golf pro, by holding a golf club with, with his, his two hands, I'm pretty sure that's how you golf, and hitting something. And I think it's important for everyone to bear that in mind as we talk about the 4th of July celebrations. Um, so these guys, these super unlikable characters that I didn't like anyway, and then they go off and do this. They like are firing ha- fireworks from their hands and they're just doing it into the like lake initially. And then you see they're firing it at a guy. And then they just all of a sudden they're just like this. It's just thrown them like left, right and center, all these fireworks. And you're just like, what are you what are you doing? And then you're like, ah, America. But more sorry to our American listeners, by the way. But she's a bit crazy with the old fireworks, I find at times. Uh, and then he gets mm. he gets his finger blown off then because like, of course, obviously. Oh, my God. It was um, it was a lot. I like it was very. It felt so unnecessary. <laughs> no, I was like, it, it wasn't really relevant for the story. I don't know which direction they wrote the story in. I don't know if they wrote it from the last Christmas backwards or the first Christmas forwards. Like, 
I don't. I don't actually. Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna Google who wrote this goddamn script because it's not something I did beforehand. I did look at the budget for this movie. Would you like to have the budget for this movie? Apparently, yeah, absolutely. Twenty-one million dollars. Holy I don't shit! Think that's a lot, though. Like that doesn't seem like too much, though. Although there's no big CGI. I see a lot of that with the right. actresses. Yeah, and as well with like Netflix, there's always a lot of um, product placement that kind of pays for the whole movie. Mm. Like whatever. Whatever was on screen in that supermarket, I'd say just paid for the whole movie. And um, we should have known about this movie. I've just looked at who the director was. Well, no, he's only done two things that I kind of of note that I would be wary of going into this. So he did Big Mama's House 2 and Big Mama's like father, like son. He didn't do the main Big Mama's. He just did the two sequels. He also did Deck the Halls. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that one. It's the one, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, is like, it's got like Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito and they're just like trying to compete with each other about who can Christmas the most better than the other person. Um, And then the writer is this person called Tiffany Paulston and she has only done one movie before this and it was, no, sorry, two movies before this and it was a, no, sorry, I tell a complete lie. She's done three movies, two TV movies, and one actual movie. And that was, the actual movie was from 2007, starring Emma Roberts in Nancy Drew. That's a great movie. So what happened to her? <laughs> what, what what possessed her to do a holiday? Yeah, what went wrong? Oh, she also, so I was looking up um, the director, just because you were as well. Um, and he's won a daytime Emmy. Okay, so this is a guy, he was nominated for one primetime Emmy as well. So this is a guy, so he won an Emmy for uh, The Guiding Light, which is a show that started in 1952. So I don't know if any of our okay. listeners there have heard of The Guiding Light, know. if you can get us on Twitter at, at Reeling in the Peers or Instagram at, at Reeling in the Peers and let us know, what do you think of The Guiding Light? And um, we expect to hear from hundreds of thousands of you, so please keep it concise. Uh, when you were telling us about this TV show, The Guiding Light, starting in 1952 and going on to 2007. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, I'm just looking up, I'm just looking up um, the, your man, the Australian guy. Um, he was obviously in Home and Away. They are. That's the, I think that is acting very... school in Australia. They don't really do a curriculum <laughs> of sorts. You just show up on Neighbours or Home and Away for a couple of seasons and then they ship you off to America. But he was also in something good. He was in... He was in Little Fires Everywhere, which is meant to be really good. Oh, but he was only like a tiny role. Never mind. Uh, he was really hot, though, so he had that going for he him. He looked good in khakis. Yeah. So, okay. And then, yeah. So, again, so to go back to Bad DJs, then, there was a father daughter dance in this movie that is just. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't. So yeah. they start dancing. I'm like, what's the song again? I can't remember. It's. um. um uh, make love. I want to make love yeah, to you or I'll let me I'll make love to you by the guys boys to men or something like that. That's starts playing for the father daughter dance. And I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. And then, yeah. So it's this whole thing where um, Emma Roberts and discount leans Hemworth have to run in and save them by like dancing with them. And they're like, they're, they are kind of good together. They do have a good chemistry. They're kind of pulling all these hijinks. They kind of, they have that classic thing in like movies and TV shows where these two people, like people watch and they guess about other people's lives and the two of them enjoy it. Like that trope hasn't been done to death. So like they are, they are good together. Like, like it's not like one of those rom-coms where you have two people and you're just like, why are the writers trying to tell us that these people are meant for each other when they most certainly aren't? Oh, so true. Um, as well, they work good together. I do like that. I know it's a bit of a rom-com trope, the making up things about other people but i enjoy it in real life i do enjoy doing it people watch 
you're the target audience. They got you. Hook, line, and sinker. As I said, just another thing that makes this movie so relatable to me, someone who would never need a date for a holiday. They had to get me somewhere, Gary, because that concept is just like way too out there for me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't need a date for a wedding. I wouldn't consider bringing one. I hate, I don't, maybe, is it an American thing, the wedding date thing? Like, if I wasn't with someone, I wouldn't ever consider bringing a date to a wedding because it's not like someone has to pay for my date to come to a wedding. Does that make sense? You're thinking of this too logistically. I am. I'm just thinking, I, you know what, I've just been to a few weddings recently and I'm just like, no one brings a date, like weddings that are close to me. And I was like, no, one, no one's entitled to bring a plus one to a wedding. That's just not a thing that happens. Yeah. Also, there's like a th- there'd be a thing where it's like if you didn't really know the person you were bringing, you kind of feel like you have to look after them and yeah. introduce them to people they don't know, and you're kind of worried about them, like for the whole evening. Whereas, if like if you go by yourself, you're like, oh, I could just take the piss. It's like Paddy's Day. You don't have to be worrying about anyone. You just want to go off and get blindly yeah. drunk. Oh yeah, Paddy's I mean, Day one... weddings. Getting you drunk since 1952's The Guiding Light, directed <laughs> by the guy who did this movie. You know, the only thing that you really need a date for that we can all agree on is Mother's Day. Obviously, you need to bring someone else. Mother's your Day. Your mother to Mother's Day. I think it makes sense in a way. If for this character, who the mother is primarily like, get a date, get a date, get a date. And it's her way of being like, well, fuck you. Here's a date from Mother's Day. Like, I can kind of understand it. And then yeah. there's the whole gag that they go off and have sex in the in the bathroom with like to kind of spite her. So I can kind of understand it. But it's never made clear. You kind of have to make these assumptions to yourself. And I understand you do that in movies sometimes, but you shouldn't have to for a rom-com called Holiday. Gary, how long have we been recording this podcast? Uh, I'm going to say about... I won't say the timestamp because I'll probably edit it, but I'm going to say 36 minutes. Well, how have we made it 36 minutes and not talked about the time where she shits herself at Halloween? Oh, yeah. Because discount Amy Poehler just, of course, had laxatives for some yeah. reason. And thought they were antacids, like Rennie's. It, it, but when you think about it, it is such a big mama's house joke. It is. Where it's like, uh-oh, she's accidentally had laxatives instead of the other medication. <laughs> oh, but there was a funny joke from that. Like, as as childish as it is in a way, there was the bit where he's trying to get the corset off her and the elevator door opens. He's like, just rip that fucking dress off me. And then that, like, it opens on yeah. the old couple. Like, there was some good bits like that. That's true. But, like, again, I, I you didn't think from night, like... Laxative jokes are kind of from 1990. Mm, yeah, it's very like um, early 90s joke. But it also led to one of the... Uh, I know there's a lot of unrealistic moments in this movie. One of the most unrealistic mo- moments in this movie. She shits herself and he's showering her. Yeah. <laughs> Make it up. Because it makes sense. Because you would assume she got to the toilet. Because by the sound of it, she did. Yeah. So she got to the toilet. But then he showers. I don't... Like, it would have made sense if that happened in the herself. hallway. No, you're talking about a woman who is so emotionally unstable. She needs to bring a holiday to every single fucking thing in the calendar. So true. But like, I think I know in a rom-com, the way the formula works, there has to be some sort of moment where one person has to take care of the other or the other way around or both. And they just, they decided to put two in. One that's very serious, a man gets his finger blown off. And one that's very early 90s comedy humor where she shits herself and has to be he has to like shower her while she cries. Not that she's so embarrassed she'd shower herself and pretend it never happened. But I, I, it just, it was kind of unnecessary to move the movie forward. Like they could have, I don't know, it was just a bit like, it's not a cheap shot, but you know what I mean? It was something you were like, yeah, I get it. But like, okay, we could have done it with the finger thing. Sure. Yeah. And speaking of the finger thing, just about how much I despise these characters, don't smoke in a hospital. That is where sick people are. What are you doing? You're not being rebellious. You're being idiots. Also, you're not like in a room. Like you're just behind a curtain. Yeah. Another another thing where it was 
odd about this movie was the uh, consistent from like mentioning of Ryan Gosling. And then they, and this is, this is another thing where I was unsure about which direction they wrote this movie in because they wrote, they had this whole thing about Ryan Gosling doing the, like catching them like Ryan Gosling, like in Crazy Stupid Love. And then they're like, I don't know, they just talked talk about Ryan Gosling a lot. And then they paid an extra to look like Ryan Gosling come behind her in the supermarket. And it's just like, did you write that thinking you'd have, you'd get Ryan Gosling for the movie? Or did you find this extra that looks like Ryan Gosling and put that joke into That's the true, movie? yeah. I, I noticed that and I thought they were going to focus in and it would be like Ryan Gosling or even like a good Ryan Gosling lookalike if, you know, maybe they have the budget for him for 30 seconds. Who knows? What's he doing these days? But yeah, then it was just like no payoff to the reference or something, which wasn't great. And just speaking of like, sorry, I just remembered that there. Oh, Van, just... It's just, there's no there's no clean segue for this next bit I want to talk about. Uh, just go back about the childhood bedroom and all the dolls and stuff like that and how it's all childish and bright pink. But she's got a clapper <laughs> and that she claps and it's like love hearts everywhere. And I'm like, so you were young enough to have all these dolls and stuff like that, but mature enough to have a sex clapper installed in your room. Was that after? I was very confused. It's not like a nightlight because it's just like love hearts everywhere. And it's got like, mood lighting yeah. as well i think as well a lot of the like maybe i don't know i couldn't i could it's like the movie couldn't really decide what kind of direction it was going to go and at some point like even the humor didn't match up throughout the movie well i mean i don't know why no. i expected it to be a masterpiece of modern cinema and comedy but <laughs> this is my take well that's why we're talking about it because it's yeah yeah like you have to yeah this is my therapy for it yeah i mean i I, enjoy, I love a christmas movie i just watched um the what was it called oh the princess switch another netflix one vanessa hudgens it's the parent trap but they're but christmas time and um and, and adult women <laughs> so i suppose it's not the parent trap would you call this a christmas movie this movie yeah i would call it a christmas movie only okay. because it leans so heavily into the christmas everything wraps up nicely at the end thing but um it, it, it lets you down in some other respects like there's other you know, I think the longest a holiday holiday that is featured is Christmas, just because it's at the start and at the end. Yeah. Um, but then it does go through the rest of the year. But yeah, the Princess Witch. It just if you're gonna make a Christmas movie, just go for it. They just went for it. There was like candy canes everywhere. You everyone was in love after three days, and you're just like suspend your disbelief and you go into the Christmas universe. You gotta. You can't like I don't know. It lets you more dip your toe in. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's it. You can't dip your toe in because. The rest of the movie is so realistic that I get annoyed by the un the like I can't suspend my d- disbelief for the thirty seconds you want me to at the end. Yeah, but yeah, so it should have committed. I think it should have committed to a genre better. You just like you just can't make a serious or like a not even serious, but just like a structured Christmas movie or something. Like you just it's cheese and more cheese and more cheese, and then you put marshmallows on top of the cheese at the end. Like just go for it. Oh, I'm hungry now. You cheese and marshmallows. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so my thing about the doctor, why does he care about her? Why is he trying to get a date with this girl who's like, mom ambushed him and is trying to set them up? Um, would I would just be mad freaked out by that mom or like, you know, in in the real world. You know, he's he's a doctor. He can get his own women. Yeah, it is weird. Like, there's that unexplained, like, why, and like, he, she is showing zero interest in him. Um, but like, just keeps, because initially I thought what was going to happen was I thought the mom and the doctor were going to, end up getting together like because like i thought there was like that's why he kept coming back and stuff yeah. but no it ends up being the end 
So I suppose it subverted my expectations in an expertly done fashion, I suppose, <laughs> for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy it. It's weird. I always think like if you just dissect any movie, you're going to be like, and this and that. But like, um, I think I feel deeply betrayed by some of the ending parts of this movie. So I have no problem. Yeah, it is, a, it is a thing where yeah. everyone ends up happy because they do a... They do a slideshow of everyone being like, um, they're like this bird, they've gone to uh, Sydney and they've gone skydiving and they're happily married. And Mm -hmm. there's all this thing of like, everyone happily lives lives happily ever after. It's like, I think it's maybe because we're both single people. We're just like, relationships. (laughs) We're single and it's almost the holidays and we're like, oh God, I want this movie. (laughs) After watching this movie, I'm just gonna like ring someone up and be like, "Hey, can you come and keep me company?" Oh, oh, sorry, what COVID? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I if you, would you would you recommend someone watch this movie? What like what's your overall? Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think final thoughts on it. Watch it. You know, it's a good um, silly movie. Sometimes it's fun to watch movies like this because, like, I watched it with Orla, my housemate. So like. We were both sitting there going, why does everyone know they're together? They're not together. It defeats the purpose. This movie shouldn't have been made. And ew, I can't believe you said that in the supermarket at the end. So it was enjoyable like that. And sometimes you need to watch movies like that. So like I enjoy movies like that and Christmas yeah. movies. So I, I, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. I would just say do something better. Um, but I, spe- I, guess, I guess if I have a final thing to say about it, I'd say it's not, uh, it's not holla great. Tell you that much. <laughs> You burnt Netflix. You you've been burnt. Oh my god. Uh yeah. Do you hollerate this movie? Not really. There's better oh, movies. There's I don't, sure I don't, better movies. I, for sure better movies out there. But if someone was about to sit down and watch it, I wouldn't be like, You're gonna lose two hours of your life. I'd be like, I oh, yeah, go have a good laugh. So I think that's everything I wanna say about holiday. I don't know, have you got any other no, no I think so. But maybe the complex structure of a movie. I'll let you know in a few months if suddenly I really like have this like weird subconscious desire to bring a date to every holiday and then at least we'll be able to trace it back to yeah. this moment in time. Like if Paddy's Day or Mother's Day rolls around and you're just like, fuck, I need to get them into this ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. We can just, you know, you're my witness. We can trace it back to this moment, blame this movie. I know it's not. You can talk yeah. me down off that ledge. Perfect. Okay. Um, well, we'll, we'll timestamp it. We'll put it up on the Twitter and we'll, and we'll use it as a memory then uh, yeah. fast, uh, winding forward. But I want to say thanks for coming on. It's great having you, and we'll, we're going to have to have you back to talk about something else. God knows what. I'm not going to. I'm not going to make you commit to something because it'll probably change by the time we end up recording something else. But yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Yeah, it was it was good. Got to like chatting about movies. What else am I doing on a Sunday afternoon? And um, it's always fun to like make fun of stuff and pretend there's nothing wrong with your life, isn't there? <laughs> exactly. So on that note, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, chat to you soon. I can't wait. I can't wait.